Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for being uh, first listeners to this on the podcast or if you're watching this live. I want to invite you guys as a thank you to be a guest on the show. So all you need to do is send me an email. The email is guest at investingyourselfpod.com. In the subject, say podcast series guest. And in the body, just say, hey, who you are, what your podcast is, where you're about. Send me three episodes you think I'll enjoy listening to. And then I'll reach out to you and we'll schedule a time for you to be on the show. So remember, that's guest at investinyourselfpod.com. And I look forward to listening to your podcast and then learning about you. So without further ado, let's uh, listen into the today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, the podcast mogul, Phil Better. And today, I have none of your business, podcast host, Robert Beludon. Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing really good, Phil. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So appreciate You sound it. super excited. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, ladies and gentlemen, Robert has an amazing podcast. We were talking like five seconds ago before we started recording um, about his ideal guests and stuff, but we're going to go back to the beginning. Robert, introduce us. Tell us a little bit about your show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's called none of your business. That's actual, the, the name. Um, if you Google it or are on Spotify or whatever right now, and you type in none of your business, you'll get two options. Uh, one, none of your business podcast and one, none of your business. Um, uh, after a year and a half after I started my show, these two amazing people, they decided to start a podcast based off their book. So anyways, because of Apple and the qualifications, they snuck in the word podcast to get it on the platform. But anyways, uh, I, yeah, that's maybe a dialogue that didn't need to be shared. But <laughs> No, so. it's, fair. It, it's a teaching moment because if you put podcasts at the end of your your the name of your podcast you get you, it, it pumps you up a little more it's easier to find it is easier to find but so with apple or any other hosting platform you can't have the same name you can have similar names but you can't have the same name so for how their producer got it in was they added podcast in the title and yeah which they wrote a book in 2013 and i didn't start podcasting until 2018 so like i can't really be that mad <laughs> um no, it's but, it, it's still a little annoying because they, they have the money from the book to put into the production where you're starting off as an independent fighting yeah. against a giant. Which they're super, like, honestly, so I'll get more, we'll talk about more of that later. So my show is called None of Your Business. Uh, the subtitle is Inspiring Storytelling, Inspiring Storytelling from the Heart. So I bring on entrepreneurs, life coaches, anybody who has overcame their, a struggle in their life. Anyone, anyone and everyone has a struggle and we can overcome that struggle. It doesn't matter what our background is. Um, why I started podcasting, you know, um, I had a mentor back when I was 19 who is in the production field. He has, you know, he does shows in Africa um, and just really in that, in that scene. I had no idea what he did. I, he, I thought he was a smart, savvy guy. I sat in his office for years, had no idea what it was. He told me, since I'm a high school dropout, he's like, why don't you start learning about stuff that you like? And I'm like, mind blown. Like, <laughs> Wait, we can do that? Yeah. So he introduced me to what a podcast was. I found Gary Vee. 
there's a guy who James Sweezy, he's kind of like a sober influencer. I was like, this would be kind of cool. So five years go by. I'm just full of fear. Don't want to start a podcast. Um, I end up in a codependent, toxic relationship living in Las Vegas. Well, out that's of my a car. great place to have a, a toxic relationship of all places. Las Vegas is just right up there on the list of the greatest places to be. Um, yeah, that's sarcasm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell, there's a lot of sarcasm in that last comment, especially if you're in a toxic relationship in Vegas. Wow. That must have been yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Especially living out of my car was real nice. So, yeah. Um, anyways, so have you heard of the School of Greatness podcast? By School of Greatness? Out? Yes. So I would listen to the School of Greatness podcast on my iPhone that I would have to go to the McDonald's to get their free Wi-Fi just to listen to this podcast. So like I wouldn't like want to kill myself because my life was miserable. <laughs> so after I got back to Montana, I ended up in the ICU after a drug overdose. And I, when I woke up from the hospital, I was like, you know what? I need to get back into sobriety. I need to like start like get my head out of my ass and do <laughs> something. So I bought a $20 mic off Amazon and started interviewing people that I know and then just use a referral basis. And I've had Evan Carmichael on. I've had Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. on. I've had Dave Meltzer on. Uh, James Sweezy. Uh, Drew Manning. He's been on. Like, I've had. I have had a lots of guests from lots of different areas of life. Uh, and what I look for in a guest is people who, you know, like I've said, has overcame their struggle. It doesn't matter in life, business, whatever. Like. I want to talk about the stuff that nobody else wants to talk about the dirt pretty much. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You're just, you created your own niche and you're just dominating in it. And, but you're also providing a great service, showing people like, Hey, just because you're going through this shit in your life doesn't mean you have to stay dealing with it. Look at all these amazing people I've talked to who have done similar things and you can find the similar stories or at yeah. least similar, like enough that connects you to them. And you're like, well, if he did it and he just did, or she did it and they did this, maybe I can just cop kind of copy that and come out of it. Like you listening to the school of greatness podcast helped you get going, started mm -hmm. like planted that seed and helped you eventually get into the place where you are today. Yes. You had the little bump, but everybody has bumps in the road. Exactly. We all, we all have bumps. You know, I, I was always like full of fear. Like I, you know, I don't want to tell anybody like what's going on, what's really on the inside. You know, I grew up in a household where you just shut up and you know, you don't tell your feelings. And if you do, then you're a little, you know what? And yeah. So having, be a man, you know, suck it up. Exactly. And only have three feelings, hunger, anger, and horny. That's all we have. Exactly. Exactly. So being my authentic self and having those connections with people, it's pretty awesome. Like my goal was when I just started a podcast was if I could just inspire one person, then like I'm set. And today I get messages from people all over the world. Um, some even in my hometown that like, Hey, because of episode 104, or whatever, a random number, like I didn't drink or I didn't, like, I didn't kill myself or it helped my marriage. Like, thank you so much. And like, that's like way cooler than any, like, money I can make from monetization or anything else. Now where I'm at, 
the next goal, um, mainly, mainly just more focused on speaking and being on guests of podcasts right now. Like we talked about before we're recording, I'm more looking for quality instead of quantity of guests. So when it's like a bi-monthly that I produce a show now, I used to produce three shows a week. And now I'm like, you know what? Like, I want good guests. There's nothing wrong with the guests that I had in the past. Hopefully none of them are listening to this. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not that you want you want to go to the next level of guests. Like the guests that you had at the time were the perfect guests for your show. Exactly. And now you, you're moving into the second stage of your show or the third stage of your show, where now you're going after a specific type of individual, someone that can bring a, a, a great value to the show. Not that your other guests didn't bring value. They, it was, it's a different type of value you're looking for now. Exactly. My, my next two guests that I have on my radar is, uh, Patrick Bet David and Tom Bilyeu. I'm trying to. My my mentor has Patrick Bet David's number, and they talk pretty much pretty frequently. So I'm trying to slowly leverage that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's insane. Um, I'm guessing you've been in the the podcasting world for three years, like you said uh, before we jumped into the uh, interview. Um, I'm get and you've been dropping some very big names in the podcasting world. Uh, people who don't do podcasting, like I have no idea who these are. And then I'm like, holy shit, man! Um, are you aware of Travis Chapel? Travis Ch- now, who's oh. that? So he has a show called Grow Your Network, and it's all about networking. And he started. I can't remember how far ago he started, but he he had goals of like his dream 100. And he's been marking them off. He's interviewed Grant Cardone. Mm. He's interviewed Tim Ferriss. He's just recently interviewed Shaq. Really? Yeah, he interviewed Shaq of all like. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Molly Bloom from Molly's World, like that. I've been trying. uh, So he took him six months to get her on. Really? Six, uh, no, it, it probably longer than six months, like a year or two years to get her on. Like he, he saw that he tells the story how he went to the movies, saw it and was like, I want to talk with her. Cause like, holy shit. Right. Yeah. So he had no idea how to get, get in touch with her or anything like that. So he, he figured it out and he started just messaging on Instagram, just like trying to like connect, get a connection, then hit a wall because it, he mm-hmm. would hit like a, a an assistant or something. And it would just like stop at the assistant and da, 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 stop at the next assistant going, going. And he went for like so long and he finally got her on the show, but his strategy for getting guests is amazing. Mm-hmm. I would highly suggest checking out Travis Chappell's uh, grow your uh, network show. It is yeah. like, it, it's specifically for people who want to network, but as podcasters, it's exactly how, what we need to do to get the guests. So you listen to these uh, amazing people who have done phenomenal things in their life mm-hmm. and how they network to get to where they are. And so you get to learn from them. And that's one of the best things about podcasting is it's, it's f- mentorship for free. Right. From like all these huge people, like either like if you're listening to Tim Ferriss, you're learning from Tim Ferriss and all his guests or if you're listening to Travis Chapel, you get to learn from these master networkers. There's people like that. Yeah. I love Tim Ferriss. That guy's like, I have two, I have his tools of the Titans book. 
and I have the four hour work week. I just lent out the four hour work week to one of my colleagues at my side hustle. Mm. Um, I, so I have, I do podcast production is my main hustle. And then my side hustle is working at a bar so I can get my workout in for free. I actually get paid to work out. Wait, 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 wait. hold up. Yeah. It's confused. Your side hustle is working at a bar. Yeah. So you can work out for free. Is there a gym and a bar in the same place? I'm a bus boy. Okay. So I'm changing kegs. I'm running food. I'm going gotcha. up and downstairs. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. I, it's not a, like an actual workout, but I'm doing like CrossFit gym, uh, bar style. Gotcha. No, I, so uh, like, what is it? Kev off uh, Shameless. Mm-hmm. He, uh, what did, what did he call his workout? But he had a workout just for kegs only. I need to watch that episode. I have to go watch that episode now. But yeah, it's so yeah, like so it's I have no idea why I mentioned the side hustle and working out. We were talking about Kim Tim Ferris. Yes, okay, yeah. Sorry. So I my four hour work week, I lent it to one of the bartenders because she's like, I'm fed up of like I want to make wealth and stuff like that. I'm like, this is the book you need. Yeah. Just read it. And she's like devouring it. And then I was talking with another waitress there, and I'm like, yeah, once she's done with it, you can have it. And then I'll get you the John Lee Dumas book as well, because that is just friggin' gold. John Lee Dumas? Emperor's uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just had a he just published a book called uh, the common uh, the yeah the common path to uncommon success. Oh, it okay. is a, it's literally his blueprint to how he made Emperor, uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. A multi-million dollar company. Good for him. Yeah, he's oh, he's genius. He is. And now he's what in like Costa Rica, just zooming. Yeah, he's, every... li- like, he's like with Tim Ferriss down in Costa Rica, just living their the their great life, where they're all over in Bali living their life. Right. Where the anyways. <laughs> and you're up in Canada, aren't you? Yeah, I'm up in Chile, Montreal. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm in it's... Montana. Yeah. So that's isn't Yellowstone the 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 Amazon show filmed there or is it in Utah? It, it parts of it are, is filmed here. Yeah. Uh parts of it's in like an hour and a half away from me. Um uh, other parts, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I just started watching Yellowstone. I was like, holy god, this is I want to be a rancher. And it's like watching it, I'm like, maybe not, not anymore. <laughs> Seems more yeah, dangerous. Everyone like since that show has come came out. Everyone is moving here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like, don't move here. <laughs> don't. I like, we just hit a million people like last year. <coughs> Pardon me. A million people in your town or in the, because not in the state, because that would be no, ridiculous. in the state. Wait, what? Yeah, in the state. We just hit a million people. In the state, and it's like the fourth largest state in the country. There's a million people in Montreal. Yeah. More than a million people in Montreal alone. And we are small ass island. Yeah. So we have lots of room and everyone <laughs> wants to move here. So that's, re- that's, well, to be fair, you guys have some like iconic vistas. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, but. Don't move here. <laughs> yeah, don't move here. <laughs> like, 
don't. I see more Californians and Texas plates like driving around than I see my own Montana license plate now. It's annoying. Just and then they're trying to change it to be like California. And so we have this town called Bozeman. Now it's called Bose Angeles. And we have a town called Kalispell, and now it's called Kalispell. Like they legally changed the name, or it's just like what everybody in the t- state calls it. That's what everyone in the state calls it. Okay, okay. I was like, did they actually like that's some powerful ass like uh, <laughs> Californians coming in? They're like, fuck you, Montana. We're changing the name to something that we we appreciate. And it's like, yeah, so yeah, we we have some places like that in Montreal. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, is it Bad Blood that on Netflix? Yes, I'm Bad Blood. Um, funny story about Bad Blood. It's true. Really? Like, it is ninety percent accurate. Wow. Yeah, we. So um, I can't believe on a podcast we're talking about a, a TV show. I should be on my other show, uh, but <laughs> I have a show about movies and TV. So like, uh, but yeah, no. Um, during the con- construction of the the Olympic Stadium, during one of our when we had the Olympics, there were dump trucks going in empty and leaving empty because the mob controlled the construction. Oh, gotcha. And yeah, they control the construction now. They control the unions, but the mob boss in Montreal was more powerful at one point than the five families in New York. I believe that. Yeah, because he control. He, there was only one real big family in montreal right there we didn't have to split up you had the hells and you had uh the irish but the irish weren't really a gang they were just like a loose fraternity of brotherhood like i'm gonna go rob a bank you want to help me yeah okay cool and that's it (laughs) it's like i'm gonna go kidnap someone you want to help me cool it's not like there was no organization style like you had like higher ranking members but it was not organized like the mob or any or the hells or anything it was like a loose association of tribes and yeah so that's pretty much yeah those are our three gangsters in montreal the hells the the uh the fat the 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 family and uh the irish out west that's it that's how we do it i wasn't sure if that was real or it was just like a cool back like no it's we it's real yeah, so the town that I grew up in, it was a suburb of Montreal. It's off the island of Montreal. Uh, there was actually um, a murder of a mob boss, mm-hmm. a sniper through the window. Yeah. And this town, funny enough, won an award for being one of the safest towns <laughs> before the mob boss got hit. Um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, we had, there's a fountain and everything for it and you read the plaque and, but then you hear about some of the crazy stories that happen and you're like, maybe we shouldn't have this plaque. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was the, there was a mob, uh, mob shooting in the town. And then there was a, this one is a little disturbing, but a father, uh, I guess he just, he, he snapped and, uh, well, let's just say he, he left his kids in the trunk of a car in the at the uh, at the the little strip mall that we have, and then decided to visit the park between two schools and uh, have fun on a, a tree. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you never know what you're going into in a conversation <laughs> over a for a podcast, but yeah. this is not anything that I thought that. Was yeah, no, I didn't think we'd be talking about that as well. <laughs> so we're gonna move back to podcasting. Um, 
why did is, is, what was the reason you wanted to start podcasting so the reason why you know i thought it was like back when i was 19 and i saw what gary v was doing i was like that's kind of cool like i would like to do what he's doing and then i met not met well i did meet james Weezy down the road but this guy james Weezy, he's a sober influencer if there is such a word or a guy thing. who is like a straight edge who doesn't do any drugs or anything like that and just yeah, he's a recovering addict and alcoholic just like me okay so you know I, and i saw what he was doing i'm like well that's cool like um i you know used to sell drugs and i used to do drugs so now i'm a recovering drug addict hence is why i woke up with an icu from a drug overdose um <laughs> makes sense so, it adds up <laughs> yeah yeah so i was like you know that'd be kind of cool and then yeah, the school the school of greatness podcast in my life and I, I wanted to help other people. I didn't care about making money. I didn't care about being famous. I didn't care about anything. I just want to inspire one person. And every six months or whatever, I get a new goal, get a new goal. So, excuse me, why I started was I just want to share my story and help someone. Um, that's really it. So that's, that's the, the best reason to start. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It's it, it, like my first podcast, the feel better show was me trying to be a narcissist and become Joe Rogan, be the next Joe Rogan. It, it failed. Um, but then I started the digital entrepreneur podcast to learn how to be a, an entrepreneur online mm-hmm. by interviewing entrepreneurs who have made it. And then I was like, well, I have all this knowledge and I'm good at podcasting. I've been doing it for six years. I started this show, the pod, Invest in Yourself, the podcast series, where I interview podcasters about their journey and like figure out how we can help each other. Because if you yeah. have a, a struggling point, like or a pain point, I'm like, well, I just talked with two people who solved that pain point. Here you go. Like yeah. getting higher quality guests. It's like I've interviewed Travis Chapel. I know his thing works because I interviewed Travis Chapel using his method. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was watching. He was doing a webinar. I was watching it because I'm like, I want more knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. On how to get guests and all that. I'm taking notes. And I, I, I Instagrammed it and tagged him in it. And he's like, way to go. And I'm like, hey, I would love for you to be on my, a guest on my show. Talk about this. And he's like, yeah, just email this person. And I'm like, wait, it actually fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I ended up having him on the show, talking with him. Um, and yeah, just, just the way he, he literally, his, the thing he does is he sends a video message first in Instagram. Yeah. Does the video thing and goes, Hey, my name is Travis. I host this podcast. Uh, I think you would be a great guest because of ABC. And then it, I'm going to send the information for you to sign up to be a guest. And so in the next message, it's just like, like a copy paste. Here's the link. Here's some info yeah. about the show and boom. And that actually works so well because it's that human connection. It's not just a copy paste blank, like template that you're sending out to all these guests. You got that human touch to it and people appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. So have you read humanize your business? No, I have not. I need to. Yeah. So humanize your business. um, There is the, the, Oh my gosh. I take your time. Yeah. <laughs> the conversion code by Chris Smith. 
Okay. And then there's the Michael J. Mayer by, I mean, the seven levels of communication by Michael J. Mayer and all these books, they're real estate books, right? Mm-hmm. But if you use the principles of these books, that's how I landed Evan Carmichael. That's how I landed Drew Manning. That's how I landed Dave Meltzer. That's how I landed Don Miguel Ruiz um, Jr. Not Don Miguel Ruiz. But, yeah. His son. But, yeah. His son. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, the, you know, you send a humanized connection and then you how, because if you have a lower following on Instagram, you're, message will just go to the spam box or yeah whatever then i'm just not important enough box yeah the the eh, the requests yeah exactly so if you send meaningful comments on everyone's photos and make it authentic and real and not expecting anything in return then eventually you'll pop up and then through that once you get to talk to them Use the seven levels of connection of how to have meaning, deeper, deeper connections with people. And then they will just want to refer you because you've meant you've made a significant impact on their life. So uh, it kind of sounds the same thing that Travis is doing in, but his own twist. Yeah. Uh, but those three books tremendously helped me network for my iPhone. So, yeah, it's, it's insane. The power we now have. And it's hard for, so I'm guessing we're, we're both millennials. Um, I'm probably, I'm a geriatric millennial. You're not because I was born in the eighties. <laughs> Apparently, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, no, I found this out last night while working at the pub that I'm a geriatric millennial because I was born in the eighties. Oh. Yeah. So it goes, yeah, because we're not exactly like the rest of the millennials, because the rest of millennials grew up with the internet, whereas kids in the 80s grew up before internet and then with internet. So we remember a time before there was the internet, like pagers. Pagers were a well, thing. I so was weird. born in 93 and, you know, like AOL kind of sucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. AOL was the shittiest thing in the world. So, <laughs> But you got those free 30 minutes, man. Those were the bomb. <laughs> every month you get a disc 30 minutes we got 30 minutes to surf guys have fun until somebody wants to make a phone call oh god yeah i can't believe we survived that for so long too it was like a good like 10 years of dial-up was it i think well i don't know it was it felt like 10 years mind you it was dial-up <laughs> So now, okay, since we're talking about networking or not, um, so the two amazing people, Dr. Sean Dill and Dr. Lacey Book, who have the other None of Your Business podcast. Yes. So when they first published theirs, I was looking at my downloads and I'm like, what's going on here? (laughs) You're getting a lot more downloads than normal? Yeah. Like what? Like I am having like some pretty high influential people but like what's going on so i just was like i'm gonna google myself well google my show's name and this is, this other podcast pops up and i'm like what the f-? You, you can swear it's fine okay yeah i think i've sworn like 20 times already i don't know why <laughs> now I'm- yeah you're like i'm self-conscious i'm not going to swear 
<laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? So I see Shondell and Lacey Buck as the you know the host name, and so I reach out to the male of the name, and I'm just asking him like, hey, like how did this happen? And he's like, oh yeah, we have the same show. Ha ha. ha. Like, <laughs> you're like, this is not funny. <laughs> it's not a funny. <laughs> ha. This is you're stealing my show. Well, I was just like, I'm so confused because I took so long to make sure that like there's like it's none of your business and it's uh, it's none of my business there's similar names but none none of your business yeah it's like i took time to make sure that like you're not gonna like there is no other name and i was like i was just didn't understand and you know i was like instead of being mad at this individual why not just invite him on the show smart man like I was on his show. He was on my show. And uh, they have these events called summer camp. And they have Tom Bill, you come speak. They have Eric Thomas that come speak. They have Grant Cardone who come speak. They have Dave Meltzer come speak. They have these influential people. They had the real Wolf of Wall Street on their podcast. So I'm like I've been trying to get him on my stock podcast forever. Really? Yeah. Let me talk to Sean and see what if they <laughs> I oh. <clears throat> sure if if it like yeah, I even sent him a message. I did the whole Travis Chapel thing trying to get him on. But yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah go go continue, please. Yeah. So I'm like, I could have been so rude to these people. Instead, just because of the same name has got me in a closer dive to all these top influential people that I want to know. And hands down, they have everyone's phone number in their phone. So Jesus. I, uh, I, you know, after a while I saw what these guys were doing, I asked them to be my mentor. I'm like, you guys are doing the events that I want. You're writing the books that I want to do. You're doing everything that I want to do. Like, yeah, they gave me a ticket to summer camp. Um, went out to Indianapolis, met them in person, super nice people. Um, just, yeah, it was absolutely insane. That's the power of podcasting. That's what I love about podcasting. Because again, like you said, you never know what's going to happen on a podcast, but also you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Like, like you said, you could have been a complete dick to these people lost that connection and then never and then floundered into obscurity let's say because you're like your podcast starts dropping and ranking because they're similar names but then you were like instead you went gary veer and go compassionate style and be mm -hmm. friendly to them and be like let's see how we can help each other out we have the same name and boom it got you to meet all these amazing people and eventually have them on your show yeah yeah so i'm very grateful that they stole my name <laughs> in a round, weird way you're like i'm happy you stole my name yeah like these guys are so amazing and like uh, a mentor out of it as, as well like that's insane yeah and yeah he i was like i can't afford you as a coach um you are just like i can't so, you're, you're three levels above where i i, I am currently but yeah. I'd love to be your, your uh, mentor, have you as a mentor. That's just as beneficial. And he's like, yeah, like, what do you want to do to work together? And, um, so it's, yeah, um, super nice people. 
like absolutely super nice people they seem like uh, it yeah but it's just how i normally would have reacted in that situation i would have been like fuck you like, yeah it, it, the anger yeah I, i've noticed that as well like i in 2020 uh like it was my best but also my worst year i burnt out uh mm-hmm. in february and march so just pre-lockdown I, I i i burnt out two months off work uh for my corporate job but i had just ended a seven-year relationship the year previously uh-huh. and thought okay. And it, and again, it was like a toxic codependency near the end. Like it was, it was not a healthy relationship. Like I learned a lot, uh, still have incredible, like the girl is an amazing person. Like I have no hate towards her at the time. I do had, I did have hate when we ended because I was like, ah, angry Phil. And then like through therapy and that, I learned that, no, it's, it's fine. I learned a lot from the relationship, learned what mm-hmm. I needed to do, what, what, what I wanted in a partner in that. Uh, but once the relationship ended, I didn't have an identity. So I dove straight into work, which is the stupidest thing you can do. And yeah, the burnout, but then with the therapy, I realized like, there's a lot of anger for no reason. Like, there's no reason to be an angry person. It doesn't benefit you at all. Like you, you, I used to say this thing, like holding on to anger is like holding on to, or drinking poison and hoping someone else dies or holding a, a hot. <laughs> right. Like, yeah it's true but yeah. like, you hear these things and you're like yes i believe that but you don't internalize until you go through like a, a a tipping point like for you it was waking up in the icu i'm pretty sure you were like i got i need to change i need to do something better and you you became more of a happier person for me it was my burnout um not as ex- an extreme thing like you but that burnout taught me that being angry and go- attacking everyone it's not useful mm-hmm. but i, I- <clears throat> I don't like how you belittled your own struggle. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I, 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 it, it was a, it's a massive part of my story, but this podcast is your story, not mine. So I always belittle mine. I know how important my story is. Okay. I know, yeah. I, like, I know just how important because my, my struggle, like we all have different levels of struggle yeah. and like your struggle might be the hardest damn thing that happened in your life. And mine's just something different. Yeah, no, I I realized our, gotcha. our struggles are just as big for each other. Like my struggle is huge for me, whereas your struggle was huge for you. And vice, and it may not be the same. You may look at mine like, oh, you just had a burnout. I woke up in the ICU, but like it's just different levels. And I always put mine down when I have a guest on who's had gotcha. different okay. struggles than mine because it's not about me. I never like putting the show about me. It's always about my guest. Gotcha. The guest is the more important person. I'm just here to write the story in essence. I've always wanted to be a writer. So it's like, I'm asking the questions and learning and uh, writing a part of your story. Okay. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> just weird. Well, almost every podcaster is weird. Yeah. Every podcaster is off the rocker because they want people to listen to them talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> I've been looking at myself like on and off this interview and I hate, like I just switched my setup this morning and I don't like it. It's fucking me. It took me a while to get this set up. I'm in the corner of my living room, by the way, like everything's like stuck into the corner. The rest of my walls are bare. Nice. (laughs) But like, I'm like dark on this side and then I'm like down below. I just, I need to switch it again. (laughs) When I looked at it this morning, I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then the 
like half of this interview i'm like i should have switched it this is pissing me off <laughs> i should have stayed where i was doing before god damn it was perfect no yeah that that's the hardest thing when you're doing video like my first episodes were all audio so mm-hmm. i didn't have to worry about video and now i'm doing video and i'm like oh, i have to make it look nice i have to wear a nice shirt i have to look professional well, are you taking the video and putting it on somewhere yeah, I, I put it on YouTube usually later. Like the audio goes first because I'm a podcaster first and a video vodcaster. Can't believe that's now a word. A vodcaster uh, second. So like gotcha. later on, I'll put up on the YouTube and all that. But if I was doing StreamYard, it goes straight to YouTube. And then I just do all the, the little things I have to do on YouTube. But because we're using Zoom today, because StreamYard doesn't want to work, um, I have to do more editing. <laughs> more work for this episode but i don't mind it throws it keeps my skills uh you know top notch there you go yeah. i want to i want to talk about your favorite moments so far podcasting because you've you've three years podcasting you've had amazing guests is there a moment in your journey as a podcaster that just stands out going this is kind of the reason why i started my podcast or this is one of the reasons why i'm going to continue podcasting uh do you want the selfish answer or the selfless answer selfish always selfish okay the selfish. We're podcasters we're selfish people <laughs> so the selfish answer um so my mentor at the time he got me into reading you know don miguel ruiz the toltec family traditions books um and talking about like the four agreements that stuff so when i got to talk in interview don miguel ruiz jr and he got to explain to me the four agreements over well zoom to zoom face to face i just thought like that was like a full circle moment for me i'm like this is pretty cool um now the selfless answer uh when i get messages saying hey i didn't drink today because your episode or hey i didn't kill myself because of this episode or hey you know this episode saved my marriage like those is why i want to continue podcasting i love both of those like both of them are like awesome moments like receiving that feedback i can only like imagine i've received hey great episode love the episode but something like hey you've actually helped improve my life either like you said i didn't drink i didn't kill myself you've improved helped improve my marriage or taught me something that can that help my marriage those are like that's like life-changing it must be life-changing for you because it's like you're you see an impact from your work and the like it must drive you to do more and do better absolutely especially when like i'm like we all you know i'm sure you talk about burnouts the burnout of like just geez, am I making an impact? Like my downloads have stayed the same for months. Like what's happening? This episode isn't doing that well, yada, yada, yada. And then getting a message from that, it's like, oh, okay, that, this is why. This is why I'm doing it. Um, yeah. Did you speak at PodFest? No, I haven't spoke at PodFest. I'm actually doing my first ever. Um, so I've done a few webinars on teaching people how to monetize their podcast because that's uh, I like money because I come from a, a corporate world, a bank. Actually, I come from a bank. So <laughs> money I was very bank. <laughs> yeah, I came from a bank. Money is important um, when you're, you work at a bank. So 
I love trying to figure out and helping people make money on their podcast because I know for so long it's been impossible. And now thanks to like the 100, 200 interviews that I've done with entrepreneurs and how they made money, it's like I can like take any one of these ideas and just give it to a podcaster and they can make money. Like it's, it's, it's so ridiculously not simple. Like it's, it's simple, but it's a lot of hard work because you have to do that grind. You have to get everything in place, make it. But afterwards it just, once it starts going, it's like, it's a perpetual machine just keeps going. As long as you keep feeding it, it's going to grow and grow for you. Um, And so did my two, a few webinars. And then I got invited to this podcast called Indie Pods United, which is um, the second year they're doing it. They have two parts to it. They have a a free section for podcasters to watch and, you know, be entertained. They're going to have entertainment. They're going to have a live podcast. But then if you purchase a ticket, you get access to a whole bunch of uh, panels. And I'm doing one, I'm doing an hour panel. I I believe an hour, 30 minutes to an hour on monetizing a podcast. So my first ever, and it's like, holy crap, this is insane. And it's going to be on uh, a Roku channel on top of it. Oh, nice month on top. And so I'm like, holy moly, this is insane. So I'm using that to streamline to maybe speak at PodFest or uh, any other podcasting uh, conventions as well. So my public speaking mentor um, is a TED talk speaker and she has spoken on PodFest a few times and she, and now I produce her podcast, which ironically, I just had her on my show. Um, <laughs> and I was, then I just asked like, Hey, how can I be a service to you? And she's like, well, actually my producer is going back to school. Can you do my show for me? I'm like, Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. That's so anyways, my first, my, my first client to off my podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. So it's actually Lloyd Ross, my money mentor, um, this amazing guy. Um, Mine, mon- I feel like I've heard that. He's a millionaire. He, so online, he goes by millionaire money mentor. Okay. Um, he has a portfolio that's worth over a million dollars. His network marketing just hit over a million dollars. And he's working on his book funnel to be a million dollar book funnel. So. <laughs> Um, well, in the thought, like, I think Natalie would love to have him on financially saving 20 minutes done. Let's, uh, I want to get him on as many podcasts as his podcast is called grow, uh, money grows on trees. It's the number one finance podcast in Australia. Um, it hit number one in all time. How to, cause I was smart and put it under the how to category. Nice. Um, because it's teaching you how to make money. And so he teaches you like how to use a side hustle. Like he's my mentor. Like I just talk with him like, Hey, I'm doing this. And he's like, yeah, you should do this. This is, and he's putting me in contact with like others, uh, other millionaires as well. And it's like, yes, this makes my podcast look even better. Um, cool. Yeah. So he's like, he was a guest on my podcast. Cause I, he, he worked in the digital entrepreneur world because he made his money uh, he was releasing his book and that, and I'm like, Hey, do you want to get on some more podcasts? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. At the end of the interview, I messaged like five of my friends who are also podcasters, but business podcasters. I'm like, I have this guy millionaire. This is what he does. Here's his link. All of them booked him. And then he came back like a couple of days later going, okay, I want a podcast. I'm hiring you. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know how to do this, but let's go. And since March, we've been launched. He's just shy of 400 followers on Spotify. 
it's crushing it on like all these episodes. Uh, and I love like Google gives better analytics than Apple, but like the consumption rate of all these episodes are nearly at a hundred percent. Like people nice. are listening to the full episode. It's, I think the lowest one is a 65%. That ain't well for somebody who's just starting out in March. Like, Oh yeah. That's not bad. No. And it's, and it's just helping grow his funnel because they buy the book, listen to the podcast. And then they, they're like, I want to go to his masterclass. Yeah. And so it's like just continually feeding it. And we're launching uh, January. We're launching his second podcast, which is just uh, snippets from his masterclasses that he mm-hmm. gives for free. Nice. And it's, it, he calls it Ask a Millionaire. Um, and so people ask him a question and I just snip the question and the answer. There's the episode. <laughs> nice. So I have an uh, He just sends me the hour and I just snip him up into many things and it's ready to roll. And we're going to be, tr- and he's okay with me using it as a test uh, case or a case study for uh, su- subscription-based podcasting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Huh. Uh, He's like making it. money. I'm making money. Everyone's happy. Like, and I can then go to other people and uh, say, hey, we can make money podcasting. This is how we can do it. Hell yeah. And then I also now I'm jumping into the clubhouse uh, recording rooms. I fucking hate clubhouse. I hate it too. Uh, well, no, I, I love it because it's the easiest hour of my life <laughs> for recording. Okay. Because all I have to do is sit down. My Rodecaster Pro connects to my phone. I have it up and I just record. And I listen and I get all these people talking about different aspects of business and marketing or anything like that. And then I put it up. It's the easiest hour of my life for work. Fair enough. I was like so excited for Clubhouse to come out. And then every wannabe podcaster and douche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I know. like I'm I deleted the app. I was like I'm fucking over this shit. I'm I'm only on it technically cuz I know he's putting a lot of money into promoting his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. It's a lot of work to grow your show and become huge and be successful. However, yeah. if you make the connections to the proper people and help them become successful, then it trickles down to you. It does. Or just be Joe Rogan on B and be everywhere. Well, here's the thing. Like people don't understand what Joe Rogan did. Joe Rogan started in comedy, went to TV, Mm -hmm. built up the career in TV. Fear Factor helped him. Then he got connected to the UFC. The minute he connected to the UFC, the floodgates of broisms, if you will, connected to Joe Rogan. And they're like, oh, he has a podcast. Boom. And that's how he grew. People don't realize it wasn't an overnight. This this was his whole career led up to that $100 million deal with Spotify. Right? Yeah. Like, that's awesome that you want to be like Joe Rogan, but then go be like Joe Rogan and be everywhere before you're behind the mic. Yeah. You have to hustle hard to get there. I prefer doing it in the back end going... I'll produce your podcast. You take care of your business. Slip, slip in the podcast in your funnel for sales. And I always have produced by Feel Better at the, in, in the show notes. And people will click on it and go straight to my website. And it's just a, creating a funnel like that. Nice. Yeah. I might steal that idea. 
do it. It's, it's, I don't understand like podcasts, like people who've been podcasting for at least three years, you have a system in place. You know exactly from the minute the guest comes in to the minute the episode goes out and then there you have your promotion. You know all the steps mm-hmm. and you, you learn how to like, like speed it up, take out what's not necessary, streamline templates. You learn all this stuff. That's a monetizable skill. Like I'm still mind blown that people pay me to produce their podcast. But I understand it because these people are busy. They don't have the time to sit down and learn how to edit on Audacity or Premiere Pro or edit the videos and all that. They don't have the time for that. They pay people to do that because it's easier for them. And I'm like, if you want to pay me to do something that I love to do, yes. So um, I purchased a couple of shows and like it maybe takes me like 10 minutes to like do it because I, especially when I like, have files saved already that i can just copy paste yeah it like and then the check that they send me i'm like how oh yeah oh yeah no it's it's scary how (laughs) you're you're sitting down you're like i can't believe i'm charging these people this much and they're they're okay to pay that i feel like i'm ripping them off exactly i literally told one lady i'm like if you already doing video like you don't need me oh yeah and, and like three months went by and I'm like, like, I'll take your money, but you're already doing your own video. You don't need me. You just, and then she finally listened to me and now she does it on her own. But like, I felt so bad. I'm like, you don't need to pay me this. <laughs> like, You're a lot nicer than I am. <laughs> I kind of hide that part. It depends. Like if they're like, I always give free 15 minutes, like I, usually at the end of uh, the, the, the bumper at the end is, Hey, visit my website, get free 15 minutes. And I'll tell you how to monetize and grow your show. Like I have no problem giving my knowledge away because it's, it's knowledge that I got from other people. However, if you want me to do the work, then you got to pay me. Like, I'll tell you how to do it. Like, like you said, you just have to pull the audio, like go into your, your video editing software and just export the audio only. And then boom, you have the audio and then boom, you're, you're good to go, you know, or open it up in audacity. And then the audio is right there. And then exporting your you're good to go you know like do a few like five minute cleanup of the audio and then you're good right even with anchor like you can Mm. post videos straight to anchor now i didn't know that like i'm not a big fan of anchor yeah i only have it just in case buzzsprout just disappears one day so i i'm on bcast uh by tom it's it's tom hunt's pod uh podcast platform don't know who tom hans is oh he's so he created bcast uh and it's it's somewhat similar to captivate don't know captivate uh (laughs) another they're hosting platforms captivate actually is doing amazing things they just launched um where you can insert dynamic ads into your podcast Mm -hmm. so pre-roll post and mid-roll okay which is insane. Like, yeah, I can put a mid roll into my podcast. Holy shit. So, and they, they they just launched that. And then they, they also launched the network. So you can create a network on their podcast, like create your own podcast network, plus uh, a booking funnel as well. Nice. In the last like six months, these three things have come out and it's like, holy shit. Bcast, um, I ended up buying the agency edition. Okay. So I have unlimited podcasts. I can create as many podcasts as I want. Plus, I can have sub accounts 
and my oh. sub accounts can create as many podcasts as they want. Okay. Well, instead of you repeating all that, I'm just going to listen to this episode when it comes out. <laughs> so pretty much I can have, I can make a billion podcasts and then I can give yeah. you access to it and you can make your own billion podcasts That's and it crazy. doesn't cost me any additional costs. It was a lifetime payment, one-time payment. And that's how I do it. I, my clients come to me. I'm like, okay, yeah. Create a sub account for them. Boom. Give them access to it. I have access to it because I can jump in behind the scenes because it's my account. What are you going to do if that posting platform just disappears? uh, The plan that he has, he's already making like six figures with it. Word. Okay. Because he he has the agency plan, but then he has it's seventy like the plan that I have is seventy five bucks a month. Gotcha. There's the nineteen dollar where you have one, then the twenty or like the mid tier, and then the seventy five, which is kind of the level I have. I have like they don't offer my level anymore because it was like when he was launching it yeah. earlier in the year. Um, and I've moved all. I was on uh, podcast.co before. Gotcha. I went from Lisbon to podcast.co to uh, Bcast. And I'm like, I love Bcast because I don't have to pay a monthly fee to it. Okay. I'm going to, like, I was on bus, I was on Lipson and then I was like, this sucks. I went to Podbean. I was like, this sucks. Uh, I had Dave Jackson on my podcast and he was like, drilling into my brain. He's like, what if the hosting platform disappears? And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. So then I went and got Anchor because I, Figured it would never disappear. Well, it's just another one that like as a backup. So I don't lose my entire audience. Yeah, I understand. No, I, I fully understand. And I'm not too worried because like I, I, they, they allow you to see what's coming up. Like they have their uh, plan thingy. Like yeah. I think it's a Trello cards or whatever. So you, you see what's coming up and what they have down the pipeline and he's using it to build his credibility and, all that. And they're constantly growing in downloads and shit like that. Like, I think they did over 400 gigs worth of downloads. Damn. Yeah. Like he, they're, he so they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and I'm just waiting for them to start doing what, like bring on some of the stuff that captivate is doing so that I can start implementing it and make more money. Cause I'm like, if I didn't have that lifetime access, <laughs> I would be jumping over to Captivate because they have everything I need. Like that booking to get a, a easy booking. I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. So go to Captivate and I have the episode pretty much all nearly created. And then there's the network part. So if I want to create a podcast network, I can do it. And what's great about it is when they're, if they're in the network, the other members can see the stats for the whole network. Mm. So they can know how well the network's doing and like that, collaborational aspect is there so it's like instead of having to go into each individual episode i can see overall where each every individual show on the network i can get an overall look of what the network's doing nice yeah there is so much coming down for us if we had a youtube platform that would be like if we had a if podcasters had a platform like youtube we'd be making money but because it's the wild west and there, it's not one place where you can get it. I, I have a feeling either Spotify or Google is going to end up being like the premier platform for podcasts. I don't think Apple will because no one no. likes using Apple's podcasts. Yeah. Like I have an iPhone, but I go to Spotify to listen to podcasts. 
I'm subscribed on podcasts on the podcast app on Apple simply just to boost my front my numbers. <laughs> Shameless. I'm going to do it. I, they allow me to do it. I'm going to do it. But I yeah. listen to everything on uh, Spotify because it's just it's easier to use. Yeah. So when so I'll get notifications through the Apple podcast that like the school a greatness podcast new episode or whatever new episode comes out then i'll just go over to spotify and listen to it like i don't even know why the fuck i still have apple podcast on my phone it's just a laziness at this point to delete it because you're like maybe what happens if spotify disappears right <laughs> like, exactly i'm too paranoid now like i got 18 backups i'm you know like i'm surprised i don't have a amazon music connected as well on my phone and then google podcast I, actually i do have both of those apps on my phone but i don't use them i just have them I use amazon sure. music for uh just my um music uh, like the school greatness podcast wasn't on amazon music the chase Jarvis live show uh some episodes aren't on there the impact theory it breaks out on amazon um Oh, do you know who Chase Jarvis is? No, I don't know who Chase Jarvis is. Oh, well, then never mind. Who's Chase Jarvis? You got me interested now. Oh, so super, the Chase Jarvis live show is a super awesome show for um, online entrepreneurs and creatives. Okay. Awesome. He is a world-class photographer and world-class podcaster. Uh, He, yeah, everyone, he's had, Tim Ferriss, Brene Brown, Lewis House. He's at all of them. The name's on. Yeah. So um, I like love his book, Creative Calling. Super big fan of Chase. Reached out to him on Instagram and was like, hey, you want to be on my show? Yada, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, reach out to my assistant. So I reached out to his assistant and the assistant was like, nope. Like the gatekeeper, and it pissed me off. Oh, I hate gatekeepers. You have to win over the gatekeeper first, and then you can get them on. Yeah. And I've been trying. I eventually gave up on Chase. I'm like, you, like, I would be like, why didn't you just tell me, like, no, then have your. Because he doesn't want to, they're scared to say no. Yeah. If they say no, they may hurt the relationship with you. If the gatekeeper says no, their relationship with you is fine. Not it, yeah. And that makes sense, but so my question to you is this is what Tim Farris, uh, not Tim Ferriss, but Travis did. He paid to go to a boot camp with Tim Ferriss. That's how we got him mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. Does Jarvis does it do have paid classes or mentorships or something like that? No, because he has this uh creative um, I think it's called Creative Live. They, so he brings in world-class everyone oh. and does it online. Damn. Because if he yeah. gave like one-on-ones, that would be like pay for the interview. Right. <laughs> Just pay for so, the interview and you, you have it. No one needs to know. Like anybody listening to this podcast will now be like, well, he had him on the podcast. Did he pay for this guy on the podcast now? You know, I, so I asked his assistant when, uh, I'm like, hey, could I buy like a hundred bucks and not a hundred bucks, like 10 bucks of creative calling to have Chase on the show? And she's like, no, but you can come and drive up to Seattle and 
sit in creative calling. I'm like, I don't want to, it's in the middle of winter. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. drive to Seattle. No, no one wants to drive to Seattle anyways. Yeah. Like I now, like it's a 10 hour drive from where I'm at. So I was like, no, but in the summertime, I would have took them up on it, but then the whole COVID hit and well, nobody was going anywhere. Yeah. No one's moving anywhere bloody covid um robert we are coming up to near the end of the episode this has yeah, yeah. been an amazing episode um before we go you've get, dropped a lot of podcasts so i'm not going to ask you what's your favorite podcast to listen to when, or a podcast to advise to listen to because you've left like a thousand in these ep- this episode so i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that and i'm going to be rec- uh, uh subscribing to those um i do want a tip for podcasters who are just starting out I'm going to ask you for a tip for podcasters just starting out. You're three years in. Um, obviously, you've had massive successes um, and made amazing connections. But what is one piece of advice you have for someone starting out? It doesn't matter the size of your show. It's the quality in your show. And your audience might be 20 people but to those 20 people they're counting on you each week so keep going because you are their authority and you're the rock star so that's what i would say i love it fucking great my god this episode's going to be full of i can't wait to listen back to this episode (laughs) it's going to be like i'm just going to be taking notes the whole time i wish i was taking notes now um Robert, I'm going to jump off. Uh, I can't really jump off screen. I'll stop my video at least um, and mute myself. But I want you to let my audience know where they can find you, where they can connect with you, how they can support you as well. The floor is yours. So you can find me at Instagram, None of Your Business Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Robert Delude. My podcast is called None of Your Business, and it is on pretty much every hosting platform. So if you're listening to to this one, wherever it is, then go to that one. I don't really mess around with YouTube, so don't go to YouTube for me. Here, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Robert, thank you so much for dropping so much amazing value, having a great conversation with me. I enjoyed this. It didn't even feel like a podcast. It felt like actually we're just chit chatting about life and podcasting. I love those Absolutely. type of episodes. Um, audience, please. Down in the show notes, connect with Robert. If you found anything he said valuable, um, you know you're going to love his show. Um, I've listened to a couple now. I'm going to start listening to even more because it's specifically the ones you've uh, said that you've had on that I don't know anything about, and I want to know more about them. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I am, of course, Phil Better. He is a Robert uh, from the uh, None of Your Business. It's not None of Your Business, right? Saying that right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was about to say the podcast. I'm like, wait, no, that's the other people. You don't really <laughs> like those people. It's none of your business. A podcast where he helps you learn from other people's, you know, darkness and how they got escaped from it. Right. Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like that? There we go. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe, share with your friends, all those fun stuff. And again, remember to always invest in yourself. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, As a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, feelbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes 
with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is feelbetterinc.com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest in yourself.